Hey everyone, this is Phyllis, also known as at Miss Lingbloom. And this is April at Penguins Creative. And you're listening to the Stationery Cafe, your podcast for all things stationery, journaling, and planning related, and news in the stationery community. Hey April, guess what? What? I'm doing One Book July. What, <laughs> really? No, I'm not doing One Book July. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> Like, no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the idea of One Book July because I think it's so cool to, like, just keep it all in one place. But, you know, I've got, like, I don't know how cut down on, like, my five that I have going right now. I have, like, eight, sometimes going on ten, sometimes coming down to, like, six. So I, I, I cannot even, like, fathom the idea yeah. of one book July. And what do you do? Do you like go back and backfill once July is over? <laughs> like- I, I know, right? Well, I think uh, I, my guess is that the idea is like, you just cons- maybe like, so right now I have like my weekly, my mm-hmm. daily journaling, my scrapbook, maybe you would just put that all into one book. You just put it all in. But I'm like, my, my mind is like, but I need it separate. <laughs> I saw, I think someone in our group mentioned that she saw someone ch- cheating in a way like they s- literally stuffed the three A5 size books into like the same cover. So it's like one, <laughs> one book July, but with like the three planners like just squished inside the system. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, can, I, I can do that, but I don't know if my Hobonichi is going to fit. But, but July is the new book. So I mean like the new event. So right, right, right. It might actually fit. <laughs> I feel like that's like a that's like a stepping stone to one book July. It's like before you fully commit all the way, you're like, okay, I'm just gonna put it all into like <laughs> one cover and then try. July. You know, I, there's also like the no by July. I was like, why is July so hard, right? July. <laughs> <laughs> Poor July. <laughs> you know, I was watching. So my life mitts had a really cool like journal with me in her one book July and she's doing like a lot of mixed media like mm. artwork stuff she's using the like disillusions or something I, ca- I can't remember the name of it it's like d-y-s-l-u-s-i-o-n mm-hmm. um, and it's like really artsy and creative so it's a really cool idea for one book July where you're just doing journaling the whole time that would be cool for me like if I had to choose one book be obviously be the Hobonichi cousin and because that's that's kind of where I <laughs> that's do all your my original journey. yeah that's, yeah the the OG and then like if I were to like abandon the other system during July I mean is this what it's meant to be due one book July but like yeah the listy note probably wouldn't have much use because it's my scheduler and obviously mm-hmm. pandemic time no plans and um five-year journal I kind of not do that on a daily basis anyway let me think about my other ones. Oh, but the Animal Crossing planner, though, I can't. Oh, no. like, I can't not update my Animal Crossing planner. It would just have to all be. It's. I feel like the idea is just like to put all of my like everything that we write just in one complete catch-all book, which mm-hmm. seems a little crazy to me. But <laughs> I all because I think well, so I I would definitely use the Traveler's Notebook system, right? Mm-hmm. I love the Traveler's Notebook, which is a little bit like you know, what if I put it in multiple inserts? Like I feel <laughs> like that kind of doesn't count. But you know, if I did do it all in one insert, I think I would probably still 
just like the like the side of me that likes organization right. probably would still want to index different parts right. of the notebook. I'd One be book, like, 10 inserts. 10 inserts, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like create all these little separations. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been a long time, probably another month or so since we last chatted. I know. And and things been crazy. Like I feel like the everywhere now, it's kind of in this like limbo area time where we're like are we opening up are we are we closing down again like like, what is supposed to be happening and and we're halfway over 2020 like oh it's mind-blowing just just it's totally mind-blowing yeah I like don't and then you know I think since the last time we talked the Black Lives Matter support and movement I mean even though they've been around for years now but it's just like surged Mm-hmm. in the last month, which has been really, I mean, it's sad circumstances, but it's amazing to see the support that's been happening. And the activism among the activism, many absolutely. like brands out there. And also like on the flip side, kind of lots of brands showing their true colors to us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Not to name names, but like, yeah, definitely a lot of like kind of things that we used to think is normal or like the planner community just used to like take for granted or like doesn't even like question or maybe people did question but it was never like I guess lashed back so hard Mm -hmm. in this time and we all know where we probably you know try to not give business to right now Mm -hmm. but I also love how there's like other authors and artists that are like creating cool things to support the movement though yeah Mm -hmm. I've been seeing a lot of um kind of like activist stickers at Michael's. I was surprised about that. I mean, to be honest, like I was actually just surprised that in the journaling community, you were seeing people talking about like systemic racism Mm -hmm. and racial equity. And I just, in my mind, that never was something that our planner community Mm -hmm. would talk about in such a big, in such a big way. You know, obviously there were, have always been people who talk about this all the time, but Mm -hmm. it's just for that big support from people in other countries too, has Mm -hmm. been really nice to see. Definitely. It's definitely a, like a global um, movement too. And then with like a lot of political unrest everywhere else. Yes. Like uh-huh. I really want, <laughs> I think it was Dear Forest that came up with this Taiwan stamp. Yes. The two sets of Taiwan that. stamp. And then there was like a little quote next to it that kind of like meant like, oh, Taiwan is like persistent. Taiwan can help. And I just feel like, oh, I, I really want to get my hands on those. <laughs> like where I can I find them? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when I think about like the role of journaling and stationery amid all of this activism, I feel like, at least for me, it's a way to really reflect on, you know, like he, I think healing in some way, you know, if, you know, we have been experiencing racist experiences mm-hmm. and then to be able to heal and process from that, but also reflect on ways in which we can still do better. Right. And then I think documenting the truth. Yes, like, documenting, yes. They say like historians like typically like narrates um, history based on certain agendas or like preferences and some things get missed out. And it was actually through like the civilians journals who 
like accurately depicts what's going on in like the town or like the city. And I feel like that's exactly what we're doing right now because the media can be so um, ambivalent biased in a way, <laughs> and yeah. biased. Mm-hmm. And so like for us to really write down what we think, like who knows, maybe in like a few years when they look back at um, the little grassroots movements in these different places, like maybe our journals <laughs> are like a source. <laughs> that's I just so true. That's pretty I mean, cool. Yeah, I think that's why we got to keep writing. We have to keep making art because it's a very important part of the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like kind of infiltrate these, you know, ideology and the, yeah. this activism through like, you know, beautiful things that we're, we're just more easily accepted by people of like opposing, <laughs> I guess, beliefs. Totally, totally. Yeah. Well, yeah. what other updates have been going on in your life, April? I know. Wow. So 2020 mid-year is the typical Holy Grail switch the cousin, my cousin Avec into the new book, time so I was really happy <laughs> like I could like kind of dub that giant brick <laughs> that, that kind of has accumulated in the first half do you ever like, weigh it I'm so curious do you I, ever weigh I, it I don't have a scale maybe I should like I literally kept all my <laughs> previous books and together they filled like this giant acrylic container <laughs> my gosh I I I still have it out though because I needed to film a lot more flip throughs of like you know the month and stuff but but I'm really just happy to be light again (laughs) like you know (laughs) I I think everything about me gained weight during the pandemic (laughs) and like I'm glad to be light again with like the Hobonichi cousin and I just feel liberal about doing a lot of tip-ins again like oh nice so thick or do you um, feel like by the time you get to the end of your book, you feel like you don't want to put as many things in? Like, I know, because it's to... getting harder and harder to write, like, on the certain side. Like, you have to, like, put another book underneath it. And, and yeah, I just kind of, like, want to be done with all the negativity and all the, like, the ranting I did, like, in, like, May <laughs> and June. So, 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 yeah, I think it's, like, refreshing to start new. Like, I think that's what the cousin, sorry, the event due to a lot of people, it's like a fresh breath of air, like, you know, like, <laughs> fresh start. <laughs> it feels so tiny, right? It feels so thin. Right I know, and I feel like it gives people a chance to, like, just restart again, hopefully, yeah. on a good note. It's like the new year for us. Like it's happy Maybe year. that's why July is such, like, a, you know, one book, no buy. Maybe it's like this it gives people a second chance halfway through the year. It's, it's like the you fall, still have six months. Yeah, it's the fall January 1st of yes. the year. <laughs> I love that. July 1st is the new January 1st. <laughs> January 1st. <laughs> J1. J1. <laughs> oh Let me think. Um, I also started using a the positivity password from Everyday Explorer, which I talked about in the previous episode. Like I got, I got one and it's like so cute, a little book. And instead of being, it being like a truly positivity journal, I've been converting it to my purpose, which is like a exercise body positive journal. Oh, nice. (laughs) Cause I, like you recommended that app, um, app tip where you can like run and listen to music and then (laughs) 
there, there's this lady Hamy in there that like talks about values and motivation. Like, why run? I do love exercising where they kind of give you. It's not just like work hard, get a nice butt or something. I know it's like, it's like very pep talky. Yes, it's more like what are you here for today? And like, how are you going to get stronger? I like that. It's like journaling, but you know, in a I know. Exercise. <laughs> she keeps doing this thing where, like, I'm gonna give you homework. You can go down, write down all these values, and I'm like, great, I'll do it. In my password, the positivity passport. <laughs> That's awesome. So I've been like, um, I don't have a Polaroid camera, but I just like make mock-up Polaroids using like a printer. So I've been doing a photo of day of like the things I see when I go out to walk or like exercise, and then writing a little bit about you know my the body positivity things like you know oh I hated looking into the mirror today you know I gained three pounds again but like you know what whatever it's like it'll be it'll be gone so kind of <clears throat> trying to set myself on like a positive route into my <laughs> what do you call it? um re re-immersing into the norm <laughs> like, <laughs> no more no more sitting on your ass on the couch <laughs> I'm in the day. same I'm also like I need to get back into being stronger <laughs> So, but I don't have a journal for it yet. So I'm still thinking about where I would want to journal that. Wait, don't you have like a runner's journal? <laughs> I feel like you have one for Oh, that, well, I kind of stopped running. So I didn't keep up with it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we were talking about, let's do this like running, running challenge. I know. <laughs> then we didn't but, do it. But really all we wanted was the trophy, which is like this wooden plaque. Like that's oh, very yeah. stationary. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the thing about the positivity passport, though, is I've been seeing so many cool examples of people using it. And I didn't realize that even Allie Edwards, who has like a scrapbooking type, I think she's more in like the scrapbooking world mm-hmm. um, with like lettering and fonts right. and like scrapbook elements. But she's using the positivity passport, too. And I think a lot of her followers are using it as a result. So it's kind of like a blend of the like mm-hmm. just different worlds coming together. It's right. Cool. And it's then cool like you see. don't you don't have to use her the actual booklet. A lot of people are making their own in their traverse notebook inserts or like in different kind of like project live sort of stuff. So it's a really fun thing. I think a nice little 30 day short project nice. to 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 do. Um, okay, let me think. Oh, another big thing in my planner setup. I wanted to talk about it for the longest time um, because it's been a month and like I, I it was bad and I bought something and I think I <laughs> told us, you I, I got into the ring system. Yay! I got. Ooh, I have so much to say, but I will let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> she has a lot to say. So, so it's from the brand. Aro Estelle, which is based in Canada. And to be honest, I first heard about her when I went to PlannerCon. And then that was when the Hobonichi Weeks was super popular. And she came out with like this wallet purse sling bag thing, like hybrid that houses the Weeks perfectly. And I thought that was a super clever idea. It's like, you know, you want to go out with like a few credit card and like your, your Weeks and just a pencil. And that's like a great little shoulder bag. But then I looked into her stuff and then she is kind of like one of those Traverse Notebook, ring, binder, sort of um, cover designer. Like custom, kind of like different exactly. styles. Uh-huh. Um, but I like her because she 
doesn't just do it for like the ring or just do it for Traverse Notebook. She actually has these like hybrid covers where it has both that ring, it has the Traverse Notebook elastic, and then the book covers are like, they're slots, so you can actually slide an entire journal in. So what really sold me on this one that I bought, which is the Area Noir, um, it's like this tweed, area tweed, nor is the black color, that variation that I got. It's like this tweed cover. Oh, and wow. In her like sample photos, she she slid in the entire Hobonichi original, like the oh English my gosh. planner. And I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> Wait, okay. So, so let me just get this straight. Your ring planner is a ring planner and it has elastics for traveler's notebooks. And you put your A6 Hobonichi in there. Exactly. Exactly. That is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is the only reason why I was able to like kind of like try it out because it gives such flexibility for me to, you know, not truly step out of my comfort zone. And like, I don't intend to use it with like, you know, monthly planner inserts. Like usually people with rings, they, they print out like the monthly, like the, uh -huh. the whole deck of inserts that's, like a planner itself, I am planning to only use like loose leaves, um, assorted sizes, and just take advantage of that ring system to have that, you know, what you mentioned a lot before, that flexibility to be creative, yes. to DIY, and to just have little reference pages for my actual journal, which I'm putting in there. Um, I'm putting in the Florier Lab um, A6 size daily journal. Like I've been using that for my mindfulness practice. Um, I do gratitude journaling in there. And sometimes, you know, I write about my dreams when I wake up, like nice. to like, you know, trying to get disturbing things out of my head. So like, <laughs> that's like a catch all like weird April's brain journal. So I, I, I do that. And then with the ring system, I now use like this abandoned calendar that I had from 2020. And it's like a, this cat, Midori cat calendar. So I punched oh, those in them. And I also like refurbish my friend Eleanor's postcards, her coils, her beautiful hand painted. Oh, she, she does cards. have really nice cards. Her account is herb, it's herb coil, right? Yes, yes. And so, yeah, I, I like DIY'd like these ring holders to like, and I like attached them to the postcards so they became like dividers. <laughs> so, really, I bought nothing that I don't already own to use as like the leaves, the, the sheets for the insert. And I write- You realize this is kind of like, this is your One Book July possibility right here. Oh Does my God. Does One Book July if you can use rings of a, 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 a Fleurier Lab and Traveler's <laughs> Insert? Oh my this God. It's like maybe, the perfect One Book July. <laughs> maybe this is, but like, if only it could fit my A5 Hobonichi cousin. <laughs> But it's so cool and I love it. And I, I, I can't believe how much like I appreciate it because just for like the, the variety of things I can stuff in it. The only qualm I have is that I got it at the wrong season because it's summer now. And the tweet is just super hot on my hand. And on, on that topic, I'm going to like move to like the one more update, which is my pen pouch. <laughs> but for the similar reason, I had a Del Day um, pen pouch that has like this 
winter limited edition, which is like this furry top. You know how Dell Day Pancakes is the one where you can transform, like you can pull down the top portion. So it yes, became it like slides. a it's like yeah. a standing upright pancake. Exactly. So I I have been using that for the longest time. It always sits on my desk. And when I bring it out to cafe journaling during winter in Seattle, people are always like, Oh, that looks so warm and fuzzy and nice. And I'm like, it's too hot for now. So <laughs> I I went on to Jeff Pence and I was scrolling and I was like, is there any summer limited edition patterns? <laughs> and there is. Why, yes, there is. Of course. <laughs> and I found this really pretty yellow blue um, kind of pattern with like hydrangeas. Oh, hydrangeas. Okay. Like it's like yellow hydrangeas against like a blue night sky. And like when you pull it down, it's predominantly blue and it's so summery the texture is this like cool kind of like polyester kind of fall leather texture mm. so it feels cool to the touch mm, nice <laughs> so I, I was like literally I remember mentioning in the group I was like one day I really want this but I'm closing the window now because I'm a responsible adult and then like the second night I like oh guys I made the order <laughs> like I didn't well, even give you guys any chance <laughs> to hop onto my Japan group order <laughs> I think what I also remember happening was um, you said, hey, guys, I'm going to do no by July. And then the next day you said, wait, I really like this pen case. And then I think it was like, and then the next day it was like, hey, I'm back on no by July. Oh, but I forgot I bought something. <laughs> I'm coining it no more by July. <laughs> no more by July. <laughs> Hey, you know, you can start halfway too. Halfway through the month is fine. The important thing is to start, which is like exactly. me. I think I did a no by June um, last month for the last week of June. <laughs> <laughs> week by week. But that's so cool. I mean, okay. So what I was going to say about the ring planner system is that I just love the flexibility. And I feel mm. like there are so many ways to use it. Like I've seen... I think a lot of, if you just search like pocket planner tag or something, mm -hmm. a lot of people in the U.S. use it as kind of their like catch all, like your planner and your finances and mm -hmm. your projects and stuff. And it has a certain aesthetic, but I've also seen people use it in like, they just use it as a journal. So they mm. don't actually have any tabs. They just pop out the pages and then kind of decorate it like you would your Hobonichi or traveler's notebook. And then you put it back in. Yeah. Um, I've seen people, the tags that I follow in Japanese, a lot of people use it as like household tracking, like really detailed yeah. account keeping and stuff, mm -hmm. um, tracking all these numbers by hand. So it's really cool to see all the different styles. I know. I think I was like absorbed into this YouTube channel. I might have to give you the name later. I can't recall, but it's this Japanese woman who uses the Hobonichi. She also has like a bunch of ring planners and her style is just... It's kind of bullet journaling, but like very collage crafty. And I remember just binge watching her entire YouTube channel, like in one night <laughs> as I await the arrival of my ring planner. It's addicting. I just, I think it's because there are so many variations in setup that you can mm -hmm. just stay like watching these YouTube videos. I've done it before. I just watch for hours. I love seeing everybody set it up differently. Exactly. And I think the fun part about it is trying Trying to put together it yourself like I'm not a fan well I'm not I have not tried it but people there are businesses out there that like compiles it for you like what do you want in it and like 
pick right. your inserts and then they sent you like the whole thing and you just pop it in but I'm like yes. I feel like it was so fun to like punch holes in like these memo sheets I had these really beautiful Japanese washi texture paper letter writing paper so I like cut them down to size punch those in it and use them as like spare sheets and yeah, the entire process is very, you yeah. said it was super DIY-y and super I completely DIY. agree. I completely agree. Yeah, you can make your own tabs. Like I actually made my own dividers by going to FedEx mm-hmm. and they have a laminating machine there. So you can like laminate your own dividers and stuff. So yeah, it's super fun. Nice. I, I can't wait to like get more into it. It's currently just sitting like by my bedside table because I want it to be like the first thing I wake up and I mm. can like jot down nice. you know, residuals of my dreams on it. And then, you know, I also and then, then I take it upstairs to my office. And then at the end of the day, like when I do my meditation, I can like write down gratitude notes. So it's been working out well. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. What's your update? Let's hear Let's hear your haul or setup <laughs> changes as you always do. So. <laughs> well, okay. I, I want to make an announcement, which is that for the first time ever, I, ha- I am using the second half of the year for the dated TN insert set. I've oh my gosh. never, like, I always use June or January through June. And then by the time I get to June, I'm like tired of it and I stop. And you abandon it. (laughs) And I usually sell it. I can usually sell it online. (laughs) But this is the first time I'm actually still using it. Wow. Yeah. And I think the key was, so now I'm just, it's a weekly vertical insert. It's the dated one for 2020. And the reason why I stuck with it is because there's no pressure. Like I just write down what happened that day. I don't decorate. I don't use stickers. The only thing is I might switch up my pen color, but that's it. <laughs> so it's like so low bar that it's easy to keep up with. So low bar. <laughs> I think that's, that, that really is the key. Like a lot of us are pressured to create the perfect page, the perfect, like consistent layout. So you're just like, <laughs> I'm I just going to write in it whenever I want. <laughs> right. And actually, I mean, like, honestly, when I think about it, I'm like, but that's what journaling like is in its like original form it's just writing things down like it doesn't have to be stickers or washi tapes so I think that's anyway that's why I'm still keeping up with it so I'm really happy about that nice um any changes in other systems well so my ring planner system is a little different now (laughs) (laughs) so I was using my pocket ring planner as like kind of my work reference and like keeping track of purchases and pen pals and things like that Mm -hmm. but I was also using the Nolte A5 PDCA planner as my work planner Mm -hmm. and I love it and I'm actually a little nervous about giving it up but I'm trying to consolidate a little bit more yes so I (laughs) I bought um vertical timed like vertical schedule inserts for 2020 and I'm going to use that in the pocket planner. So I'm going to see if the pocket planner can be my everything. The catch like, all. Scheduling really. Exactly. I feel and like this setup is familiar. Like I've heard <laughs> this before. Probably last year around the same time. But, but it's okay. You do you. <laughs> but, okay. Okay. The difference is I've never used a vertical system in my pocket planner before. <laughs> Cause 
because I did remember like you saying you have used your ring for like work before you there was a period of time where you converted your hobonichi into the ring like I don't know um but but the PDCA paper is so good like what are you gonna do you plan to like do anything with the paper afterwards well I'm kind of thinking that I'm already anticipating that I might not last in this system. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> so just saving it. <laughs> I'm just saving it. I come back to it in August, which is when we right. next do our next update. You'll be like, oh, right. I'm back in my PDCA. <laughs> but I feel like I just need to try, you know, maybe it's that whole July 1st thing. I just feel like I need to try it and just see. <laughs> and I there's this company that makes... Um, inserts and like a bunch of planner stuff that's so pretty it's called cloth and paper and she makes like really minimalist it's a very minimalist look and I, you if you've seen my journaling it's not minimalist so, <laughs> so you but, are oh wait no i i know this brand i think because my friend um kelly from malaysia when i told her about my ring i she was like oh yeah you should totally get stuff from her like oh yeah she's paper. super famous and she also has a subscription box and like but the thing that really got me with getting this purchase was that she has colored like tabs and stickers now, like in mm. all these nice, like neutral tones. And I was like, oh, but I could use it in my journaling too. <laughs> so, wow. But I've been, yeah, I've been like, I've had a secret cart at her store for a long time, but I just hate paying for shipping. And so I haven't really like you know secret, gone for it secret card i love yes. that it's like the i'm not ready to announce this to the group yet but i'm just yeah. like keeping it in the tab yes it's a secret card but i so i finally did it and so i got um, a vertical set and so we'll see we'll see what happens self shopping Yes. <laughs> the ones where we're too ashamed to admit to our friends that we made another order. I know. Just like me last night as I was waiting for my watercolor video to upload. It was a long time. I was like, should I just start another cute thing from Japan order? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I feel like it's like it's like our version of window shopping. You know, you just like fill the true. cart. It's like fill the cart for fun. <laughs> for fun. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But I want to uh, hear about your Johan studio. Oh, you, yes. We gushed about the last episode. We, we were doing it together. And so I finally got to start in it because, so I wanted my Johan studio planner. So the, this is an A5 size planner and um, it's a week over two pages. And I wanted it to be my like Chinese practicing journal because I'm like trying to write more in Chinese. Right. And so, but I was using my traveler's notebook passport for that. So I had to wait until I finished that one before I let uh, myself start in the new one. So I just started for July because I finished June in the passport size. And it's great. It's like super fun. And I like the little doodles on it. Um, and they, used, it's like little boxes, right? It's not yes. vertical nor horizontal. It's like it divided a page into four quarters. Correct. Yeah. And then the other one, you know, three, obviously, with like a little spare space. Yes. I, I love that style. Like it's so, I think um, Mr. Eggplants, the, she has made like the planner this year too with Tomorrow River Paper. And it's kind of oh, nice. in that layout. So I just thought, you know, it, it kind of makes sense that you can transition from your passport to that size because it's like the same amount of space, maybe even smaller. So there's less space to write for your Chinese. <laughs> less pressure for writing. Yes, yes. 
actually, you know, I feel like because it's a little, it's kind of like that little square, like a little rectangle shape. I am using each box almost like as a mini journaling page. So I mm -hmm. might do like a little bit of collaging, but just for that section, Aww. just for that box. So it's kind of fun. That's so cool. I can't yeah. wait to see it. You have to share in the post um, like a flat. Yes, I will definitely. And I found out that, um, that they, she also has an Etsy shop. And when I got my package, it came with all these cute little goodies. Like it came with a pencil board. And then she also sent me like her little business card, which is like a little doodle of dog cloud and stuff. Oh. It's so cute. <laughs> that is the best. I know. I know. I just didn't notice that when I made the purchase, you reminded me afterwards that she actually had like a combo special right. deal for the planner plus like index tabs and stuff and, and the accessories yes and i was like i can't believe i missed it so it's funny um right after we recorded that episode i was like chatting with my sister who's in taiwan and i'm like hey jenny can you just help me go get like dog cloud washi tape and I'm like <laughs> i know you and mom are sending me some masks in a bit <laughs> do you mind just walking across the street to go to a lovely room and pick those up for me and just like no in that mask box <laughs> just, just a little tape just a little tape and actually like these other things too so like, <laughs> i just had a really happy 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 mail haul from home even though it took like oh my goodness the longest time like when did we last record it was like early june probably a and, month yeah and it didn't get here until like last week but wow very happy though <laughs> i know cool. it's actually the shipping time from taiwan is interesting because if you just do the regular shipping yeah it takes like three to four weeks mm -hmm. and then but then that one time we made an order from ours and it was through the express mail and it came in a week <laughs> i know so it's okay good things takes time yes. i think <laughs> so <laughs> Um, I think they're gradually opening up, though. A lot of more people are shipping oh, out of okay. the Taiwan right now. But cool. Oh. Um, the only other update I have is that I am trying to do more watercolor and painting. Um, uh, I bought a set of Prima watercolors. It's like... Um, I've seen them on Instagram for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I think I had some watercolor friends. You know, our friend Sarah said that... Um, they're nice, but you don't get too much paint and they're like a little pricey for the amount you get, right, which right. I do agree with. It's a little less than I expected, but the colors are really nice. They're mm -hmm. like a really nice set. I got the set that's called Terrain. Mm. So it's a lot of like green and blue natural and like, colors. Yes. Landscape colors. And what I did was I, they're all half pans and my current set is also half pans. So I just combined it into this ultimate <laughs> what I call the ultimate watercolor set. So it has like all, it's 20 colors in one tin. It's super portable. You now understand our joy. Sarah, yes. like our mutual friend, Sarah, she's like the watercolor got fairy. And like, she keeps like handing out these half hands to all of us. <laughs> she <laughs> like, does. Like, didn't she give you like white notes paint she to, gave, to she try? Was the, yes, those were, I think those were full pans actually. And so, yeah, <laughs> she gave, she was like, oh yeah, don't try the Cotman's here. Let me get, let me get you some nicer paints. And then so she gave me the white nights. And really after that, I was like, oh, there's a huge difference. Like the amount of pigment and saturation in those other ones are so much better. It's hard to go back. Um, it's really hard. But I love your painting. I saw the one you did where it's like that kind of landscapey, landscapey um, style, uh -huh. like the rocks, like the, that's amazing. Um, I 
<laughs> I, I don't know. It's been like forever since I did any landscape painting. But I've been <laughs> doing the weekly stationary cafe meetup. I know. Those are so fun. And we've been doing little drawings here and there. But There's a little yeah. plug to join um, April's <laughs> watercolor sessions on Tuesdays. It's free. <laughs> and I join saw. our Facebook group. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Leave us a review. I mean, <laughs> like since it's plug time. <laughs> I know since it's plug time, let's plug. <laughs> Watercolor is just so great. I I I feel like it's a great blend of like art and like in the stationary community because like it's a little bit of that splash of color that you can add on your own. Yes. You know how portable it is these days. Yes. Ways people can customize. Yes. I <laughs> know we always. I. Feel I feel like we always say this every episode now but like that style that we are replicating from tiffy butter has totally changed my journaling <laughs> where we now use like little i like cut out my little watercolors I and know. put it into the journal i can't i just so surprised like i can't believe i didn't do that before you know me neither i never really like when i used to do urban sketching well i still do it but like when i used to do it very frequently like they're all they're all typically like large sheets or like they're in my spound sketchbook and like there's no way for it to really integrate with my journaling system when in reality so it's big. such it's so it's such a big part of me too like to yes. to be doing both things so now i just get like the best of both worlds by buying an entire pack of a hundred sheet of Fabriana watercolor paper nice. how I gave you some to try yes and those are like nine by twelve size so we can cut them down to whatever sh like size we need for our planner needs like a6 a5 or like the pocket size so and then you just do watercolor little little things on it I feel like it's also encouraging because I think like for me I am guided by my journaling so i think it's encouraging me to do more art so that i can put it in my journal <laughs> you know like if i were just doing watercolor i feel like that alone isn't motivating enough to me but if i'm like oh but what if i practice watercolor so i can then put it in my journal mm -hmm. then for some reason that makes it more like i'm like oh yeah i want to do that <laughs> and and to put in happy mails too because yes. your friend might want to put it in her journal so <laughs> right those are all so funny those are all so fun to do <laughs> i love that well i guess that's like both of our updates right yeah well let's talk about news in the stationary community phyllis i love this part yay me too well for one cute things from japan is shipping again Actually, I have noticed a lot of different, like, stationary selection. A bunch of different Japanese companies are starting to ship again. I know. The Japan Post halt was really kind of devastating for, like, to the us. stationary world. I yeah. know. <laughs> like, everything is stuck in, like, the warehouses. I finally received my Tapineko order. So it's like, <laughs> the world is right again. And cute things for Japan, they actually has been, like, they actually hasn't opened even before the pandemic because of just kind of like family issues, like, you know, health, health wise. So it's just nice to see them up and running again. And they have so much new things. Oh, and nice. One thing I did realize was that, you know, more and more of these cool stationary items are now popping up across more sites. Nico Neko, Yoseika, um, what was that? Sticky Kid, um, Stickerific, all these places start carrying like the Eric little thing, stamps. More people has been carrying ours. The Dolce Vita girls can be bought like almost in every places. 
you guys just made an order from some things of mine, right? So yes. They're in Malaysia, I think, and they also have like a bunch of cool stuff. So I, I think it's love. a good sign that like the small creators that we like are able to. They've been, you know, sustained by all this business, and now they can sell to more places too. I know. Yeah. So I'm like really excited about that, and I just want more Taiwanese artists to really like be on the global um, radar. And we talked a little bit about it in the past episode with Abby um, that they're moving PaperCon online, which means we're going to see a lot of like Philippine Manila-based artists and creators in their stuff soon this October. What? How? So, what are the details about that? I don't know, but I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> I'm just excited. I hope they're gonna do something cool that us, like you know, on the other side of the world, can also access. And you know, if they're gonna do demo online, that'd be so cool. If we can buy from them online, that would be even cooler. <laughs> Um, Bungu Joshi. Oh, right. So that Japanese giant girls festival, yes. the girls stationery festival, they're also moving online too. Oh my gosh. But I don't know how to register for it. I guess we just have to look into it. But apparently they're going to have all the artists and like brands do demos through like short videos. And then I know they kind of did like a, a little experimental one in one of the regions of Japan and they were able to have people online shop from Bungu Joshi like online so that would be amazing this it, is a huge festival I feel like every year when it happens people like all the stationary influencers come back with like giant hauls I know so I'm like really really excited both for Bungu Joshi and PaperCon Philippines to you know both be virtual and you know more accessible for us <laughs> um other stationary news oh there's one I really want to mention it's from this brand Lennon to a bar which we kind of talked about in the episode with Yoseka and they did um they did carry that new ink which I'm about to mention so Lennon to a bar is this ink maker in Taiwan and they've been coming out with super cool series and collections that's like really suitable and like relatable to nature, to like the environment, the, mm -hmm. tea, the tea series, and then they had a summer series. But, you know, in light of the pandemic and the, the whole thing going on and, you know, Taiwan really kind of halting everything and just focusing so much effort into making masks and like controlling like the people, um, you know fear about you know the pandemic and so they actually came up with an initiative kind of to support this um they designed this in color that's they said it was inspired by that green blue color of surgical masks that frontline workers wear and they did like a like a collaborate event to ask people for names like they want people to submit suggestions and ideas for name on what they should name this in color that you know is dedicated to the frontliners and of course the proceeds go to these charitable um, organizations and so they finally came up with it and it's called Yongquan, which translates to spring water and the story behind that you can find it on Yoseka's website but essentially it's it's kind of like shouting out to frontline workers the efforts that they make to help out is like a gushing spring that's very healing 
the color is the color of the mask, but it's this really pretty teal turquoise color. And despite traveling miles of obstacles, each drop of water is destined to meet at the sea in unity. And I'm just like, it's amazing that but I'm reading the quote here too, and it's just so beautiful. I feel like Lenin Toolbars has always been really good at making meaning behind their colors. They're, it's like very, very intentional color choices. Mm-hmm. And I, I just love this ink so much. Like, I feel like every Taiwanese should have a bottle of it to kind of <laughs> show for <laughs> standing in solidarity <laughs> with the. So, anyway, yeah, the proceeds go to the Taiwan Young Pharmacist Group. And I just think it's pretty amazing because, yeah. you know, they definitely are the ones who work the hardest during this time. And um, I guess this is a way for the station community to show that, you know, we're supporting that yes i think and just the color itself is like kind of this like sky blue color if you've seen like the blue surgical mask it's that same color it's really it's a really lovely color i know i i can already see a lot of people who own like teal or turquoise fountain pens to want this ink to match yes. <laughs> <laughs> like oh actually i do also have that twist v in that teal turquoise so you know that oh would, yeah this Ooh, would be i'll do that too this would be a perfect ink for that pen so yeah, we got to make another order. <laughs> you know, um, another thing that I saw from Yoseka recently is this new absorbing ballpoint pen, or I should say felt pen, sorry. Felt tip absor- pen from Kuretake, right? Kuretake. Yes, and you were jokingly calling it a tampon pen. Why do you call it a tampon pen, April? <laughs> Not me, it's the girls in our group. <laughs> They're very creative, but it literally works like a tampon and it's hilarious. I, I, I feel like guys who listen to this will now like cannot unseen or unthink this, but it's called Kuretake Karapo and it's basically a plastic white like blank pen and there's like this cotton based refill inside maybe it's not cotton but like you know their technology like an absorbent refill an absorbent refill and then what you do is you take that thing out the the stick and then you like put it in a ink bottle and just let that material soak up the ink and then once it's like you know two-thirds of the way filled you you pull that out and you like stick it into the barrel sealed it and then just watch the ink kind of goes down to the felt tip and it's it's amazing because this is a way for ink lovers to finally have a chance to use up more of their like you know crazy amount of samples and um my friends in boston they were like saying this is a great way for the non crazy ink people to get to like try out the inks that the other crazy ink people (laughs) (laughs) I just love that idea because I think it's you know you only have so many fountain pens you can't justify buying more fountain pens but this pen I don't think is that pricey actually Mm -hmm. they come in like sets of five so it's great if you have you know you want to use it with like multiple inks yeah or like you've got the last end of your bottle and you Mm -hmm. can't really get it out you're like just soak this and Mm -hmm. then get up all of your ink (gasps) yeah that's true you can totally do that too I wonder if you did layers like what if you did green ink and then you soaked up red ink like would it I wonder what would happen. I wouldn't, oh, I, I wouldn't dare re-put this refill into like a different bottle, but you, if you have it in those like, you know, uh, little ink sampler tubes, yes. then you can totally do that. Yeah. And I think that was their intention because um, before people adapted to like actual ink 
like we do today, like in yeah. the Yoseka demonstration, they actually came out with the set with like the basic primary colors for you to mix your own ink. Like that was uh-huh. the intention. Like you kind of like do your own little ink kit and then use that refill to soak up the color. And I think this actually might be the mechanism inside um, uh, the sailor brush pens too, the Shikiori. Oh, because those are the fountain pen inks also. Exactly. Um, I don't know where I've seen it. It might be one of the old Bungu Joshi videos where they had like limited edition inks at those, those events. And it was literally, you know, these refills being filled by ink bottles that's so. so cool i mean i'm just so excited for that and i mean i think that and then there's the other you know the traveler's notebook released their factory green pens yeah. and i learned that the ballpoint pen or no i'm sorry the rollerball pen actually takes fountain pen cartridges yes i just tried it so my friend kelly in portland she hacked it and i got to try a little bit when i was down in portland and it's amazing that's it's, awesome it really like merges the goods of two world where you get that smooth like experience with the rollerball but then beautiful ink because i had like a retro 51 and it's a rollerball pen but the ink just skips and it's like yeah driving me crazy because i can't use it properly and then it like bleeds through my traverse notebook inserts so this sounds like the perfect solution (laughs) i love this blend of like different ways to use your fountain pen inks it's awesome more so now i definitely can buy the linen toolbars ink because i have other ways to use it do you want to be co-owners because that's a new thing we figured out (laughs) like with kelly (laughs) we have so much ink we decided you know let's just co-share the ink you know it's not like we're like like a, a whole nation apart so we can always like you know go just to your swap home. back and forth just swap back and forth so they like live in seattle live in portland in a bit <laughs> i think maybe that's the sustainable way for us like the stationary ink. group <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, I I feel like we already are all swapping i feel like in our group we're always like hey does anyone want this who wants to buy this i have extra of this <laughs> I feel like I, I have like many of the Lennon Tour Bar ones and then I think a few of our other friends has like this J Urban collection. Like, I know. Just, just amazing. And then Hiroshi Suku. And I guess I guess we are like ink swamps here <laughs> in Seattle. Well, the other update that I've been seeing is now that the shipping is happening again. A lot of people have been were placing orders for the new Kyoto Travelers notebooks, and they're oh finally God. getting their items. And so pretty! It's so beautiful. So I think the way they buy it is there are people who are resellers on Etsy, so they'll they'll go to the Kyoto store and then buy it and then ship it to you. Buying services, and, right? I think yes. A few of my friends got it that way. And Etsy has them for yes, like... Yes, Etsy has a lot of them. Kind of crazy prices, but the people just still buys it. <laughs> yeah. But the unboxings are so beautiful. And you see, you're just like, wow, this is a gorgeous traveler's notebook. And, and then the inserts. The, the insert insert is amazing because it's made out of, like, there's like green tea infused insert so there's like it's like a green colored paper and the blue one is like this japanese washi material paper like japanese traditional paper texture so it's not your average traverse notebook slap on a new cover insert right these are actually interesting papers 
I feel like they really kept to the spirit of Kyoto being like kind of an epicenter for traditional craft and traditional arts. And so that's just so cool that the inserts look like that too. <laughs> I, I was, I really had originally wanted to buy one of the Etsy resale um, Kyoto Traverse notebooks, but I decided that I, I don't need another one right now. But so watching the unboxing has been fulfilling that like <laughs> need to just see it. The charms too, like lots of people have been like pairing oh, the charms. Yeah. I just, I just love it so much and. Um, they they did do a contest for people to like you know enter. I think you entered. I did enter. <laughs> I didn't win. <laughs> Actually, no one. Interestingly, so the contest was submit your drawing um, or entry for like what your trip to Kyoto would be like, um, or like if you've been to Kyoto, share like what you loved about it. And they picked ten people. Uh, whose entries they liked and they actually put it on the wall of their store so it's mm -hmm. so cool that like the users are up on the wall and so a lot of different countries were represented but unfortunately nobody from the U.S. but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> but I know someone from Taiwan who won um, Little Sue her Instagram oh, yes. account is Little149 and she is an amazing watercolor illustrator and she has been doing that in like Traverse Notebook, in Hobonichi and like she's really um, incorporated the watercolor illustration with journaling um, throughout the time I've like known her and it's amazing and she won because I, I looked at the winners like spreads and I could immediately pinpoint which one was her it's this amazing gorgeous one page spread drawing of um, a tsujiri like matcha sundae like a parfait oh it's so pretty and then That's of course awesome. she got to unbox before everyone else um, uh. I was I think it's like three weeks ago like in June oh and that rose gold foil of the, the so design beautiful. on the cover is just so nice they, they really deviated, you know, there used to be like that little single thing in the middle of the book and now it's like on the side and, you know, that specific little space where the, the elastic goes, I yes. just feel like it's like, it's really nice. And I, I've never, I've been to Kyoto once, so I'm, I was really looking forward to really going there in person and being able to buy everything on my own but we'll see maybe next year maybe I know I've never been there before and I, I that's why I think I'm just saving this to say like maybe I'll buy it when I actually go like in the way that it was meant to be where you get right. it as a souvenir so that yeah. will make it like a little special extra special treat right it's not like we are like out of traverse notebook inserts or covers right, right now right so <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> You know, I want it to be like a special experience, but, but, but if like <laughs> towards the end of the year, any of but. my friends are going, I don't <laughs> mind putting in an order if you guys are going already anyway. So. <laughs> so that's the but, but, but I would love to go by myself in person. That would be like the ideal situation. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, you, you are super excited about the new BK 10th anniversary. Yeah, I actually haven't um, really looked at it. So tell, tell oh me Oh my about gosh, it. the Bamkushin shop has is celebrating their 10th anniversary and they came out with this really cute uh, catalog. It's like a PDF and it has like notes and letters and stuff celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's very cute. Um, and they also released a couple of new um, 
the superior labor canvas bag shapes. Um, I think there's one that is like a tote bag and another that's like a canvas flap bag mm. and also some new paint colors. Um, but the thing that I'm really, really excited about is actually their um, hand-designed washi tapes. So the, the employees in their shop and the daughters of the owners made these cute little washi tapes and they all have different designs. Aww. And I think each, each design is very unique and very special and some are even stationary themed. I, I recognize some of them um, from their creator, Emil, because he yes. did like a few posts for them where he like used water, uh, sorry, color pencil to doodle like this plant in his Traverse Journal. And then, so that specific row of washi did caught my attention because it was like gouache painting, but like so pretty. Like it's like that typical stationary desk with like those harmonious colors, the journal stacks, the plants, the window, the wooden texture of the, the, the tables. Oh man. It's okay, I'm distracted. I saw this like Joshua Tree tote bag, that green color. What? <laughs> I know that green color is definitely your color. Um, I don't think all the washi tapes are out yet, but I think I think the ones by the kids aren't quite out yet, but a lot of the other ones are out. Like, oh mm -hmm. yeah, there's this one tape that's like a um designs from their notebooks it's like their sketches and stuff from when mm. they're just brainstorming and Aww. i just think that's such a cool idea to turn it into a tape that is cute i've actually just been very inspired by them in general lately like really tr i feel like this whole pandemic has um it's like a reset you know we're all at home trying to really refocus on what's the most important thing to us and i feel like that's always been their motto is like you know they're much more like, like just focus on the things that you enjoy, don't right. need a ton of stuff. And right. so I feel like I've been very inspired by their whole aesthetic lately. Yeah, but here we are. I know, I was more like, stuff. <laughs> the engineer shoulder bag XS has this one in Joshua Tree where it's like that green I really like. The canvas is kind of like a tan camel color, but the handles, the leather parts are like this dark chocolatey brown. Oh. It's amazing. Yeah, it's so they have, they're so cute. And I think they're, um, the new charms that they have are really nice. Mm -hmm. And anyway, everything. Oh, and they have the new all canvas wallet, the all canvas insert. So like, you know, they're known for their little um, insert folders that can go into your traveler's notebook right, or yeah. fold your Hobonichi. Week. Didn't you have one? Like you I had did. like a secondhand one? or Yes, I bought a secondhand one. And I love it. It's really awesome. Um, but for people who don't want leather, they have one that's um, an all canvas one. And it's a little less thick too, in terms mm. of bulk. So if you want your insert to, or your traveler's notebook to be a little bit more smooth, they have it in all canvas. Nice. But yeah, their 10th anniversary celebrations were just really nice and got lots of nice messages from other people. So if you wanted to read their catalog, you can just check it out on their website. Oh wait, Trina O'Gorman's on it. Isn't that the art, uh, the author you recommended? I think at the beginning of our quarantine like episodes. Yes, she has a bunch of really, she's a writer who has really nice um, reflection prompts on mm. her, on her Instagram page and recently has been posting a lot about racial justice. So a lot of thought provoking thoughts there. And she also does 
she will, she's a guest contributor to the BK blog. Oh. Um, actually, so there's a lot of really nice pieces there too. Um, so what's the news from Everyday Explorers that you saw? Well, it's not really like a news yet. I did like, I was flipping through Instagram and then on her story, she was like, hey, what if I do do a subscription box, what do you guys want in it? Themes or like, you know, stamps. And I'm like, what are you doing subscription boxes? <laughs> Sorry if it alarms you guys, but I'm really excited and I would love it. <laughs> like, so we don't have enough subscription boxes in our lives, right? But I wonder, like, do you think they would, I wonder if she would do her full, like, four by six, or if she would, because I've seen her put out, like, the smaller ones, you know, Ooh. like, smaller ones when she did um, a collaboration with, um, the, oh, my the gosh. The scrapbooker? Yes, with the scrapbooker. I'm completely blanking on it right now, but no, um, <laughs> it, it was, like, a small, like, four by three size one. Uh-huh. So I wonder if you could get like a monthly stamp subscription or maybe you just get all the new stamps every month. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Like it's, 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 a, I guess, cause I always buy it anyway. So it's like might as well just have it to deliver to me automatically. Your um, collection would grow so big. <laughs> Bigger than it already is. I, I know. I, I really have a really large collection of her stamps. And I feel like it's kind of unhealthy, but also healthy. Like it's for my mental health. Like my latest, uh, my latest stamp from her was the stay at home one. And I, I love that set. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just got it um, through my friend. We always do Google orders. So, <laughs> well, kind of like to, I guess to wrap it up, like the last big anticipation event of the year is always, like to me at least, the Hoverleach releases. Oh, it's uh, definitely always this time of year. I mean, what do they say? September 1st, happy Hobonichi Day. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it's almost August? Like, it's crazy. I, I feel like. I was still, I like, I just got my Hoponichi last year. Like, that's so really crazy. how I feel. And like, why are we anticipating new ones already? I um, know. But the weeks, you know how they always have those special collabs with other brands um, mm -hmm. in terms of weeks. So there's already been like releases, the Moomin one that they do every year movement that um illustration character that like storybook yeah <sighs> it's got that forest green cover this oh, year so nice so cute and the other one is with conan which is that comic um the de oh, detective, the detective? that's funny <laughs> it's got like a really like in indie warhol style like color block theme to it oh, really pretty um but yeah i'm i'm super excited for new hobonichi next year but you know kind of amidst all the speculations and anticipation there is some little like paper drama recently oh my gosh it, it's getting kind of out of hand to be honest and like i'm just like i'm over it like seriously i think it started with this um shop that sells like journals and he kind of like oh i have sources that tells me hobonichi oh well the tomoe gawa which is the paper company that produces tomoe river paper is changing a little thing, a little bit of thing that like they're retiring old machines. They had to like move towards new processes. So, so yeah, your beloved Tomori River paper might be changing by a little bit, like by two microns. And two microns. <laughs> oh my gosh. He compared it. Well, he like he had like sources. He did test it out. He said it was a little bit less crinkly, but otherwise the shine and sheen do like behave differently. But it wasn't like a positive or a negative. Way. It's, it's just really, a little different. It's really up to personal preference. Like if you don't 
like use it on like a daily basis, it probably wouldn't be something that's like that you absolutely consider should be a must-have. And to be honest, I think it's very natural for manufacturing companies to always be updating new things, and no well, one wants to deteriorate their right, product absolutely. quality. <laughs> right? Absolutely. And I think the crazy thing is that then I think because of this one post, people got super scared. Like it's I think, in every single Facebook community we're yeah. in, right? It's in the Traverse Notebook one. It's in the Fountain Pen Network. It's in the Jibun and other Japanese stationery one that I was in. And like, oh my gosh, all the haters and like the other, like, you know, people who like probably doesn't use Obonichi, like, you know, yeah. kind of jump in the fray out of their comments. And of course it's in the panic. <laughs> it's like panic ensued as a result of this one post. You know, we were talking about this earlier you and me April but like like you said papers get updated all the time and if it's just if it's so small it's like a couple of microns it makes me wonder like if there wasn't an announcement would people even have noticed exactly <laughs> especially since it, it, this change has actually been rolled out across their typical Tomoigawa paper line like like in the packs of like a thousand a hundred sheets since last year and people have yeah. been using it and like there right. wasn't any out like Right. You know, outbreak or like people like rioting over it, like paper riots. Um, but like paper riots. Oh my gosh. Kinda, <laughs> I, I feel like it's overblown. And like it's there's, totally overblown. There's a lot of um he said that, she said that my friend compared it to a telephone game. Like I literally ended up having one person come up to me and said, Is to is Obonichi not using Tomoyo paper anymore? <laughs> Whoa! They're like, where did where did that come from? <laughs> that went. That is definitely not what I expected. But it just kind of goes to show, like, I guess in a way, it reflects our obsession yes. with journals. Yes. You know, like we we take these little things so like too hard and importantly, that people will like kind of go crazy over minor yeah. changes, but. But to be honest, Obani can make changes every year, layout-wise, yeah. um, new, new design sometimes. Right. And there's always going to be positive and negatives. And I just think it's too early to like completely dismiss Hobonichi right. right now without even like a statement from them or even anyone physically holding it in their right. hand and comparing it. So I so. feel like it's every year. Actually, this is reminding me like every year around this time, in the Facebook groups too, people have to keep reminding each other, remember, it's a planner, like don't get <laughs> mad because when they do the new releases during August, you will invariably get some people who completely get like, I don't know, it just seems like they get really angry about certain changes or they're Last like, I can't the believe, shipping. <laughs> yeah, or like, I can't believe they didn't do this layout or that layout. And I feel like that's not in the spirit of why we journal, you know, right. we don't journal to get everything exactly perfect the way we want it, exactly that's perfect so paper. We journal to like express ourselves and, mm -hmm. you know, if something's a little different here or there, or if something changes, then we learn to adapt and we keep writing and we keep creating, right? Right. Like, yeah. Our creativity doesn't stem from the products that we use. Our creativity comes from us. It's not Can I put a, you in a quote. You know how I usually have like a quote. <laughs> I want this to be an artistic. But it's quote. not like I mean I know we we like love talking about products, and I think it's just because we love how fun and interesting all these new things are. But at the end of the day, it's not the paper you use or the pens you use, right? It's like just you and the process for you. That's all. Right. 
I, I said I came for the paper, you know, the layout, but I stayed for the brand because of all the cool things that they do to support local businesses, uh -huh. the collaborations to empower artists, um, authors, and like, uh -huh, creators. Uh -huh. And, you know, their, their strive for innovation every year is just like knows no bounds. And every little thing they do in their company values, like they have a Hobonichi school. Mm -hmm. So just for me, like I love the layout. The paper, if it changed by two microns, I'm not gonna scream and like completely abandon it. Right, right. And, and to be honest, I I think I'm set for Hovenichi till the rest of my life. I know, right. <laughs> so so I'm excited for the new release. It's like it's almost here. I know. I'm always. I just wait, April. Those lifestyle photos. I, I just know. can't wait for those lifestyle. They photos. get us every single time. It's like <laughs> they look normal against the computer, like you know, in the catalog look. But like once you clicked in, and you're like, oh. I could be that lady holding that book. I want a room. I know I want a room full of pink bubbles. Like, like that's, that's. I know it's like, why would I ever want that? It's like, but as soon as I see it, I'm like, yes. If I had that notebook. <laughs> and also, I guess that also like kind of reminds me they're gonna retire this year's colors. That they do that every time. So Hobonichi oh, comes uh -huh. up with their entire line. And then they retire it completely each year. So guys, if you're listening like me and like still ambivalent about still deciding if I needed to get that really pretty Mina Gronhen um, half <laughs> cover, we'll, we'll keep on struggling. Like I, every, every day I wake up, I'm like faced with the existential question, do I buy it or do I not? <laughs> like, you know. Like, why can't I have all the covers? <laughs> I cannot say that out loud in our office. <laughs> Elliot's going to give me, like, the death stare. <laughs> Another cover. It's like, okay, and now we should end our stationary chat with, like, hello, one book July. <laughs> I know. But we're leaving with wanting to buy more things. <laughs> we buy more things. <laughs> Well, I was thinking, you know, in the spirit of the Lenin Toolbars, Inc. and giving back to the community through the stationary world, um, I guess what are some ways in which you've been trying to show love to the stationary or journaling community? Mm -hmm. For me, definitely the stationary cafe meetups. It's every Tuesday and it's free, like completely free. And I just wanted to do it because for me, since the pandemic, um, I feel like disconnection because we can't physically meet each other. I used to do weekly meetups in Seattle with you guys all the time. And that's when I, I rejuvenate myself with like mm -hmm. the conversations. We catch up and we try new things in our spreads. But, you know, through the Stationery Cafe meetups on Zoom, I was able to kind of do that with people you know, around the world. And so we, we try new techniques. We kind of step out of our comfort zone when it comes to um, journaling, at least in the watercolor part. Like I, I feel very fulfilled every time we finish a session and like everyone creates like this little illustration that they, they think they would have never been able to paint. But like, honestly, breaking things down into small steps and then just kind of doing it along and then, you know, making mistakes along the way, but then you're at least using your watercolor palette <laughs> instead of letting <laughs> it sit there. Um, I think it's just so great. Like I have never painted so much in like a short period of time in my life. So <laughs> it's been super fulfilling. That's so cool. Yeah. And I, 
I've, I've joined twice so far. And I remember I joined last week and I was thinking, wow, we have so many more people than even just like a couple of months ago. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, well, for me, I've actually been kind of going through my stationery and doing a little bit of purging, kind of reassessing like what I'm using and what I'm not using. And I think uh, one thing that's been really fun is I took some of the stationery that I'm not using and I put them into little craft packs, like one that's like a kid's craft pack and one that's like a journaling starter pack. And I posted it in our local buy nothing group on Facebook, oh, nice. hoping to kind of share that like stationery and craft love. And so, you know, two people now out there have my stationery and I, you know, I hope that they get to use it and uh, do something creative during this pandemic time. Hopefully you get to like make new friends who might be interested in this. I know. Through this, right? Like in your neighborhood with the Buy Nothing group. Yeah. I, I am shopping from your stash. Like remember how I like was wanting that washi tape you shared with us? Yes. So, so yeah, this is great for everyone. I know it is great for everyone. I shopped from your stash too. I bought your uh, pilot pen. Oh, right, my fountain pen. I was trying to de-stash and justifying a new fountain pen. Oh yes. my God, should I talk about that? I got the pilot E95S and it's beautiful. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, what, what do you love about it? We'll do one quick thing. What do you love about it? It's so smooth. It writes the smoothest of all my fountain pen. It's a pilot E95S and it's designed to look like all those vintage Parker pens where, you know, back in the days uh, and those uh-huh. pen ads, that slim bullet-like shape that goes up right up to the tip. And because it's a pilot, like the nibs is always just consistent, um, kind of like the Kakuno ones that I started out with. So I felt like it was like a return to basic for me, but if, nice. except that this is one of the mo- more expensive pens I have. <laughs> but, <laughs> It's but like a basics it. upgraded. <laughs> and it's funny, like if you go look for these, it's in almost every single pen online shop that you know of. And it's actually a super old one. Like it, it carries oh, cool. one of the oldest like converters out there with small like storage amount, like um, storage quantity. But it's just so nice. You know, I'm, I'm so proud of you, April, for slipping in a little last bit of enabling at the end of our episode. <laughs> I know. Well, you were telling me yesterday that our listeners sometimes love and fear our stationary <laughs> chat episodes due to the potential for enabling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> we need a disclaimer, like not our fault. <laughs> right, not our fault. The stationary cafe, not our fault. Not Did our you fault. buy something? <laughs> So if you guys would like that as a t-shirt or maybe as a postcard to put in your journal, let us know. Um, (laughs) Oh, I might actually do that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out our Facebook group, which Mm -hmm. has more information about joining our Tuesday meetups with April, where she does usually watercolor. Um, Our Instagram, where we'll have more posts and tags of the companies and products that we talked about today. And... April, do you want to talk about the new update? Yeah, the website is live. So if you look for the stationerycafe.com, it now has all the latest episodes listed, as well as more in-depth like breakdowns of what we talk about in those episodes with like enabling links, literally links to all the places we talked about. And like if you want to know where to get them, like I we love recommending shops. So 
I, I do link a lot of places in there and, you know, show notes. I know a lot, some of people doesn't want to like go through the whole thing so they could go to that to look for it. And my hope is that in the future, we might have some fun collaboration posts with all these artists, creators, and like shops that we talk about so that you can get to know more about these places, you know, that is not as accessible like a Michael's or a Joanne. So, so yeah, I'm excited. And don't forget to leave us a review if you really like the Stationery Podcast on Apple Podcasts or, you know, other podcasting platforms. We really appreciate every single like star rating. So, so give us a shout out and tag us on Instagram if you want to share what you think about this episode. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.